Today on the Command Center Podcast, we got big time news. Josh Harris, Magic Johnson, new ownership. We're talking that. Training camp. London Fletcher talks big nickels. Santana talks about Deami Brown. And has Fletch seen Barbie? Find out. Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson here, as always, with Santana Moss. And we have a special guest today, Santana. Yeah. A man who needs no introduction, but we have to introduce him because it is a, a vocal medium, and that's London Fletcher, the captain, man. Thanks for joining us. Today. Oh, I appreciate y'all having me, man. I get to come on y'all podcast. Yeah. <laughs> pat, 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 that helmet, pat that helmet for London. Yeah, because yeah. he's here, man. And I've been... I was on the circuit, kind of taking my son around to a bunch of different bunch of camps. You bunch told of me that camps, football, uh, football camps. He's going into his freshman yeah, year. Little flesh so got we, something. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays uh, receiver. Receiver. Plays, yeah, slot receiver. Man, he he wanted to play running back when he first started playing tackle. I say no, no, no. <laughs> uh, you are not playing. Got to see guys back. like you, huh? Well, no, because they don't value the running back uh, position. Like, bingo, so, bingo. You know, yeah. And this was this was three years ago that I told him, no, nah, yeah. oh, that's you, smart. I want you, you man. play receiver. Get the ball, mm-hmm. get you know, space, and I they they I already knew where it was trending towards yeah, not mm-hmm. valuing running backs. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of you know you know thinking about the kind of guy you are you know as far as the, how you play the game you know mentally physically. Uh, other parents won't think about the game and that aspect like think down the line. Okay, yeah. how does how what position you want to play? Where will you be valued? How will they take care of you? And I thought it was just off the you know part of taking care of your body. You you would you would say that to him just knowing that he's a little guy, probably ain't going to get no bigger than what he is. Probably wouldn't yeah. probably no more than what 5'9", 5'10", you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. And just I'm I'm just I'm just saying yeah, from how yeah, I look at him now, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. I would thought that would have been your mindset, but you made an interesting point, man. The the, yeah, they, the value of the running back position well, in the NFL. Up, yeah. And then yeah. you know, this is obviously hoping, you know. He, he keeps yeah, going. He gets yeah. that yeah. to that level, but even I mean, just you get worn down. Mm-hmm. In high yeah. school, you get worn down in college. college. By the time you get to the league, and now they that just, tread they just thin, the tread know? is thin, and they're, was, they're just not taking. They don't value these guys like that. There was that running back from Tennessee, uh, Jalen Hurts. Does that sound right? And he switched from running back to receiver, and was drafted as a receiver in the NFL. And that was the reason he cited is like the, I just oh, am not going to get paid if I want to. Oh, yeah. I want to have a long career in the NFL. He got hurt and isn't in the league anymore. But yeah. you know, so anyway, we got some big news around the team. Guys, big, big news. news. It's been a while since you've done the podcast. Big news. Josh Harris uh, has bought the Commanders. Magic Johnson, obviously. Want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Um, I know, Tandy, you were at the event. I know, Fletch, you got to meet them last week at training camp practice. The energy, man. I mean, mean, we kind of knew it was brewing. You know, we just was waiting for that moment till they can say it's final and and everybody approve, you know, these guys' bid. But, you know, once it was all said and done, if you was at the event, whether you was a fan yeah. or a guy like us, the energy was second to none. I, I, I haven't seen it like that in a while here. Yeah. And we kind of, you know, reflect a little bit as players about when was the last time we felt the fans' appreciation like that. And it was, you know, I went all the way back into my first year here in 05 and then 2012 year yeah. with RG3 in that season we had. So I just love the energy, man. I think it's going to be great for everybody. Uh, the, the Harris's. Harris group has so many aspects and different things they're trying to, you know, get after to make sure that they can bring that experience back yeah. to this ball club. And I think it's great, man. Yeah, I, I wasn't here on the, on the, at the event for the, uh, the rally yeah. and everything, but I did listen to the press conference. I was on a vacation with my family out <laughs> of DR, and I'm listening to, to the press conference, and I just loved everything I was hearing from 
from the new ownership group mm-hmm. and the way they were talking and, and really wanting what they want to you know bring to this organization and what they what they hope to accomplish here. You know, Magic talked about it. He said, man, I don't invest in teams right. just for ego. Mm-hmm. I invest to win. So yeah. when you hear that and you know, you know, he's a proven winner mm-hmm. and with Harris and their group They've having the success, experience, yeah. you know, owning the Sixers, owning the New Jersey Devils, there's experience behind this, get these guys. And then you have, you know, uh, Mitchell Rails and, mm-hmm. and Mark Ein. Mm-hmm. These guys are local. They're passionate. They've been fans of the team. Josh has, has mentioned how he grew up rooting for the team. So I'm, I'm happy, you know, just for the the, the, the the fans and also for the the players here to have yeah. that renewed support, renewed energy that yeah. you mentioned yeah. behind the team. We're already trending towards a sellout uh, the first game of the season against the Cardinals. And this is not like we're playing the Cowboys, yeah, the right. Giants, mm-hmm. or the Eagles. This is going to be a sellout, and the stadium will be – 90%, 95% are fans. Yeah. And that's just, um, you know, uh, obviously a testament to the excitement around here. I think that's so important for guys like John and Terry who've kind mm-hmm. of been through some some yeah. bad times. You mentioned that they were fans of the team, you yeah, know, when yeah. they were younger, they're from the area. Is that is that important or like, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't think it, it has anything to do with what you're going to do as an owner. Yeah. But it's great to have that, to know that these guys the locally yeah. grew up. And they saw the different phases of mm, this yep. organization. They right. saw the championship years. They were young kids then. They got a chance to experience that. So they know what it's like to be a fan. And then, you know, one of the things that they mentioned is just sitting back, looking, doing, looking at, you know, watching the numbers, you know, just being real, saying, hey, back in 08, this team was top two in mm. sales. And fast forward to 16, 17, we was bottom. You know, yeah. we, was, we was last, basically. Yeah. So, they know what it takes to do what's the most important, and that's bring, you know, the fans back to this ball club because it's going to work. You know, it's going to basically have a, um, I guess you can say, a trickle effect that's yeah, going to yeah. trickle down to the guys' play and everything else. Like, one of the things I've always mentioned about when I play here, I paid no attention to outside sure. of what I did on the field, right. but I didn't know how much that meant so much to our game as well. You know, I didn't know that, you know, if it's not stable enough up top, then it has an effect down in the bottom. And you won't say that as a player because you got to go out there and win games. Yeah. That's the most important thing. But when it comes to the fan base and being supportive, that's where it hurts and I counts. I think also when you look at um, the Harris group and, and when you've had experience with the passionate fan base already of the, like the Philadelphia Sixers, yeah. we all know Philadelphia fans <laughs> yeah. and how passionate they are about their sports team. When you know and when, when they took over the um, – the 76ers, you know, it was not doing very well from a from a on the court and off the court in terms of the fans um, coming to the games and stuff like that. And they've they've been able to, you know, they're selling out games. They're yeah. constantly, um, you know, considered one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And they know what it's like to deal with a passionate fan base and get them back yeah. engaged. And when you mentioned, does it does it matter with, that they were fans at once once before? They know what it's like to. Be passionate sure. fans. They've seen mm-hmm. how our passion, how passionate our fans can be, and you know, just bringing them back in the fold. And obviously, you're gonna have to win. That's how you maintain it. And you know, they're gonna do some different things uh, from an organizational standpoint. So it's it's great. We yeah. was talking to Mark, and you mentioned the the experience you got at a 76ers game. Just yeah. the food alone, you know, yeah. oh, what was sure. that like? You know, like far as was it just your meal, or was it how they brought it out? And then well, well just. Um, just when you when you walked into that door, you know I went to the uh, to the Sixer game, and at, in Philadelphia, and, and when you came through that door, man, just the experience of 
Like, man, it was like a machine how mm-hmm. they were, you know, getting you in and out of the, um, you know, different stations or whatever, the the options, the selections, sure. mm. and all those different things. Like, I was thoroughly impressed with the operation and the way, you know, everything was, was uh, handled in that, uh, in that arena. Yeah, and obviously, like, there's – I get a lot of questions about football ops and what ownership means for football ops, and I don't think we really know because there's not exactly, yeah. like, a case study to show you. But I think it all kind of trends towards – a better product on the field, a better fan experience, well, a, a better presence in the community. When you think about this from a football ops standpoint, this this last offseason where I'm sure they would have loved to, you know, they re-signed Deron and get, gave him a big deal, but I'm sure with the influx of ownership change, you couldn't really, could sure. you really engage Montez and, and try Cam to get Curl, a real, yeah. and Cam Curl and some of the other guys. Maybe you want to extend, you know, Antonio Gibson with things like that. Yeah. So you're kind of hamstrung in terms of, what you want to do, or maybe there were some other pieces that you wanted to to add on some from some other teams. Sure. That's like mm. we don't have, we don't, yeah, yeah. we can't operate because of the budget and what it required to bring in this player. So you know, it's almost um, um, like you didn't last year. You were operating, yeah, uh, yeah. with the uh, very with handcuffs resources. on, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's really challenging. So obviously, I think I think we're all excited about it, right? We don't really know exactly what's going on, but I think we know that. It's an experienced group. Yeah. We're passionate about it. I think that's exciting. Let's talk about something that we're passionate about, and that's training camp, and that's mm-hmm. football, right? Yes. We've been out watching practice almost every single day, which is great. Um, I just want to get high-level thoughts. Like, what do you see? What are you excited about? Something that's caught my eye a little bit is the pass catcher specifically. Yeah. I know, Tanner, you like that as well. Yeah. Just let's get our comments on that. Deami Brown. Deami Brown. Deami Brown. I mean, I got to give him his – and I'm, I don't want to say flowers, but give him his due. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been talking about this kid for the last few years, and we was wondering when it was going to click. I think right now, you know – It uh, looks like I, it. I know it's early, but it's, it's clicking. It, it, trust me, I'm a receiver. I remember how – and I went through a different experience. I got hurt initially my first year, so my second year was like my first year. But my third year was no nothing like – either year and it yeah. seems to be the same for him it's like things are slowed down he's making catches he's even trying to the one hand catches when he don't have to yeah, yeah. but that just shows you where his mind is at right now he's that confident he's getting open he's getting set you know separation we talk about the other three receivers and we have the four we have a fourth that can be someone's first somewhere or, or, or number one or number two guy so um i'm loving what i'm seeing thus far i hope he keeps it on you know you know keeps that up and just stay consistent just be consistent throughout the camp and let that lead over to the season i've been focused you know obviously me being a defensive guy just seeing yeah, what this defense <laughs> what this defense looks like <laughs> and it's like they haven't missed a beat i Skipped know a it's beat. great man and you, great you think about our defensive backs backfield and what they've added to that sure. to that mix. You bring in Emmanuel Forbes, you bring in Quan Martin, Cam Curl. Mm-hmm. It's getting his hands on the football. That's, uh, yeah. that's you been know, a nice um, surprise. Kendall Fuller is always going to be around Pleasant the ball. Sight. Benjamin St. Juice is great. You know, he got the message. <laughs> like yeah, when yeah. you when you draft the first round corner and uh, you know only two. I mean, we we we'll play three three corners a lot, yeah. but Quan can play nickel. He sure. can. You know, um, we're gonna yeah. play big nickel a lot, and Kendall's a starter, and, and Forbes gonna start. So you got to show, show and prove that you you deserve to be on that football field. So I think the secondary, the backhand, has really, really made uh, made huge strides. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have. I mean, we we Tana, I've been talking about that too. The thing I wanted to ask you because you're a defensive guy, you're really bright, dude. Is the role of that Buffalo nickel slash true nickel role in the defense, and like how hard is it to find someone? Who's got that skill set? Because I think I look at Cam, and when I watch Cam's film, he can play in the box because he's a bigger, kind of taller, longer-limbed guy. 
Quan's not really cut that same way, right? Right, right. Like, how do you find that skill set and a guy that can take some reps off a of cam in the box? And have you seen enough from those young safeties that said, hey, this guy possibly could fill that role? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Yeah, you're just looking at, um, you go back and you watch film of, of Quan last year yeah. in Illinois where the versatility that he brings where he's not afraid to tackle. He'll mix yeah. it up. And, mm-hmm. and he also has the ability to, you don't worry about, you, you can he cover? Yeah. And he covered the, the mm-hmm. slot receiver to quick twitch up guys like yeah. the Santana Moss. And he has that ability to do that. But he also brings the versatility where you can bring him back and drop him into the safety position. So sure. now from a schematic standpoint, you're able to do more things from a coverage standpoint. Sure. Hey, is he is he a nickel? Is he playing safety? You can do different things. Can You can blitz him. He's not afraid to mix it up inside the box. So. He kind of is the best of both worlds because of his ability to cover, and he, he's not uh, afraid to mix it up. My yeah, question would be, too, to that, yeah. do you have to have size to play that position? That's my question. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I think it more so to me just knowing, you know, and just watching it. And I'm not a guy that can, you know, play the position on a high level, but just seeing some of the guys, I would rather have a guy that I know he's going to thud yeah. and I know he's going to cover. And to me, we – I played against a guy like that in Buffalo, uh, cornerback. Uh, uh, Winfield. Winfield. I yeah. mean, oh, yeah, he was, he like was five, smaller than me. Like you know what I mean? And the one thing you knew, he going to put his hat on you yeah. and he's going to cover. Yeah. So I look at that position and I say, now you fast forward all these years, you get those guys. And as long as you can do two of those things, as yeah. long as you're not scared of contact and as long as you're going to always be there when it comes to coverage, yeah. I think you can, you can get away with not having to worry about thing, that hype aspect. That, um, what, what we do a lot of is we not only play – we'll play our nickel or big nickel against three wide, three tight end sets, yeah. three personnel, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, ace personnel, two tight end sets. Yeah. And for a lot of teams, if they want to get into that those formations and say we're going to run the ball, mm-hmm. then you have to – Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're going to be taking on yeah, some – You're going to be taking on some tight ends. and stuff like gonna that. You're going to be taking on yeah. some linemen. And if you don't have that ability to yeah. take on blocks and get off – you get stuck on a block, and it, it can be ugly for yeah. you. So, yeah, because you know, I tell you, as I tell you, as a blocker, if I saw a DB in the box, I don't care. Buffalo nickel <laughs> safety, yeah. right? I, I was gonna put you over the <laughs> yeah. gate. Oh, yeah. and, you ready? And that was my. It was like one of those things. Like you just like that was the mindset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like it's it takes a special dude. I get it mm-hmm. to get in there and kind nah. of to mix it up. So I th- so today's first day of pads. So I think that that's something I'm watching. What, mm-hmm. what the, the the thing? The great thing about our defensive front is. Oh yeah, that's a great point. They dictate the terms of the uh, of the terms engage, of engagement. engagement. Mm. Yeah, so you can't just say, "Hey, I'm a one-on-one block, Jonathan Allen or yeah. Ryan Payne, yeah. and I want to combo up to to this uh, this Buffalo nickel yeah. or Quan Martin or yeah. Cam Kerr." Because more than likely, you're going to lose your one-on-one yeah. battles against the defensive Those front, guys, and, yeah. and Jack understands that to that his his front sets the tone mm-hmm. to where point. offenses. They have to double. Isn't that a great thing? Like, yeah. can you push yourself now being in that oh. being that linebacker in this defense? I mean, we, you're gonna basically go out there every time, and you dictating what they put yeah. on the field because yeah. of what you got up front. Oh, they yeah. gotta make sure you block those. Like, guys. I was watching, uh, I was watching a clip of uh, the Philadelphia game, the first Philadelphia game uh, from last year, and uh, Deron Payne got a safety. I was like, how do you get a safety? And it's literally just it's gapped out. It's a single front, so five defensive linemen. Yeah. He pluses over the tight end, and the linebackers just stepped up enough that the double team couldn't hang, and he just whooped the tight end. And, like, that's all it is. Like it, and so as a linebacker, as a Buffalo nickel, you don't 
have to have to make the play yeah. Yeah. because you're just peeling blocks so yeah. that they can make the play. Make and the I play. think that that's something that, again, maybe it's important to think about. As long as they're where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there, let those other guys make some plays. I think that's pretty exciting. Yeah, they, they have to understand run fits more. Yeah. And, and yeah. not, not just run fits, even it, just steps to get those double teams off those guys. Yeah. If I can take a step to get that double team mm-hmm. off – it's going to free those those the, that big group up mm. to go out and make plays. Yeah, and you see value of having, like, Big Phil come back, right, mm. playing that true yeah. nose and how, yeah. the, how that, even having a nose frees up, you know, Ridgeway last year, how, how that frees up yeah. um, Payne and Allen to be in one-on-one situations on guards and not get Ridgeway, double. T- Ridgeway, strong as hell. Yeah. Dude, he is a big, <laughs> wide body, man. Dude, dude. I don't know what he yeah. weighs, but he looks like he's about He didn't get enough credit for his job he did nah, last year. I he, think he, he, I think he was superb. Yeah. Heavy-handed. Yeah. Heavy-handed. He reminds me of the D-line coach, Z, a little bit. Like, they kind of feel like they're like brothers <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? You ever yeah, see Z yeah, walking around the building yeah, with that flat top perfectly <laughs> faded and those biceps that are bigger than my thighs? Like, that dude is not messing around. Yeah. So, okay, I think we're pretty excited about that. And for me, pass catchers, I got to talk about Logan Thomas real yeah. quick. Like, that dude, he just – he looks healthy. I think he's got a good feel, Fletch, for, like, finding space in zones, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, making concepts that, right. That has to be part of, you know, his quarterback yeah. background. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think it's 100% yeah. right. So he, what got I, a, he got a different bounce this year, too. I mean, you can always you, yeah. can, you can easily tell that, you know – you know when and I'm a, I've been in those shoes before when you have something hampering you or something bothering yeah. you yeah. you know lower lower extremities lower, lower body wise it's hard to really be yourself yeah. and I yeah. saw that a lot last year with the brace on and him taking the brace off trying to get comfortable with figure it you know, out right what can he do or what can he not do this year it's like it's not on his mind he's out there bouncing around He's been catching a lot of passes across the middle, so that's telling you already that yeah. the quarterbacks is looking for their tight end. So you know that gives me just thinking about Kansas City and yeah. seeing what you know Kelsey yeah. was able to do, and well, and they didn't have the t- targets outside well, like you that. You think to about me. this, even if you take it even back to when Andy Reid was in Philadelphia, mm. they never really had. Top top yeah. flight receiver, top tier wide receiver, top yeah. tier. Well, early, Other early. Than, Obviously, they got Deshaun. Deshaun. Later. Later. Well, talking about like a core. Back, of those yeah, guys. yeah. I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, yeah. this is for those for those like nerds out there. This is like you know probably 2000. Yeah, yeah early 2004 five. Yeah, yeah, early early career. 2003, four, five. They always have been focused on getting a tight, tight end, end the involved. football. You can go back to Chad Lewis. Yeah, and some of those guys. Brent that, Selleck, uh, right? Brent Selleck, like they've always featured the tight end in this offense. Yeah. You know, he's not – you know, Travis Kelsey, he's Hall best, in the, yeah, best yeah. in the game right now. But the tight ends are going to catch a lot of balls in this offense. Yeah, and so I think that's something that really sticks out to me, right? It's just his ability – again, finding zones, his using his size, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about yeah. this a little off, like, you know, with Jason Witten and stuff. Like, he's been able to body guys up and, and again, be open when he's not open mm-hmm. just because of his frame. So I yeah. think he's a guy that's poised and he seems to have a good connection with Sam. But that's something I want to point out. We already talked about this a little bit. Defensive, with you know, with the nickel – Defensive line versus offensive line. I feel like that defensive front right now, just mm-hmm. watching practice in team pass settings is crazy. I think on Friday last yeah. week they put in their Cinco package and it was like, you know, I think the offensive line's developing, <laughs> but like every single person would lose a one-on-one in that period. Wow. So you'd get like eight yeah. plays in, there's five losses, you know, for pressures or hurries mm-hmm. or sacks. Um, iron sharpening iron, right? Yeah. How is that going to affect that offensive line? It's going to make them better. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to affect them. It's going to be tough. They're going to lose. They're going to lose their confidence. Yeah, it's going to be well, tough in practice. Well, so I mean, like they, they had a, they had a tough day on Friday, but yeah. then you go to team run and and, and they were running the ball all over the yard all on day, them, right? Yeah, because and that's and that's going to be the if you look at our team, our offense, that's going to be our strength. Our strength. Yeah, we we 
we want to throw the football around, but we're built to run it, to run the ball. And that's can what you, that's can you what elaborate on that. Why do you say that? Well, you look at like you move, you move Cosme to guard. guard. Yeah. You go out and get uh, Nick, uh, Nick, Gates. Martin, Nick Gates. Gates. I'm sorry. He's more of a run blocker, big yeah. body. Um, whether it's Sadiq Charles or Chris Paul, those guys are better run blockers. And even um, Charles Leno, he's a better run blocker. Mm-hmm. And I think Wiley, Wiley falls in that category too. And it kind of reminds me of like 2000, when, when Mike was here, 2010, mm-hmm. 11, 12, 13. Um, a little bit smaller guys, but mm-hmm. really athletic guys. And so mm-hmm. when you see like Sam and Wiley working together on combinations, yeah. mm-hmm. like dudes are getting gapped out. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? And oh, what yeah. I mean by gapped out, it's like you got to have gap integrity and those guys are so fast and so powerful. Like big, uh, big Phil man was like in the D gap last week because yeah. those guys are running so fast. Oh, yeah. the football. Wow. So. Yeah. So, wow. you know that you look at the, and you look at the backs we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be it Brian Robinson, who looks, he looks amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah he looks ama- yeah. amazing. Chris uh, Rodriguez. Wait, the way, and the way he's been catching the football, we didn't yeah. talk about him in pass catches, yeah, but B-Rob has been impressive because he's winning on choices. Mm-hmm. He's catching back shoulder fades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, and, so. he, and, 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 and he also said he feels like himself again. You know, he, last year after that injury, that that uh, the incident, he didn't feel like himself throughout yeah. the year. So you can honestly say that just looking at him. I remember I was out to, to, the, to the little um, shindig that me and um, Smoot went to on a Sunday, you know, watching those kids at, uh, I forgot the school. Down oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I looked at him then it was just like bro you, you're, you're a specimen <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean and I remember Tory Smith asked him he's like bro I didn't know B-Rob was that big I'm like yeah he's a beast and yeah. just to hear him say he feel like himself but, we saw what he did in the preseason but just last going year going back to when you look at our offense and it's, it's hard to also the offensive line defense line it's hard to really measure them in you know with no pads on, yep, too. Yep. So obviously, when you, when you put the pads on, you can yeah. you can see the physicality, the double teams, yeah. and all those types of things. But the work that they're gonna get, the work that Wiley's gonna get on the regular mm, day yeah. in day out base is going to get sweat and, and chase, and the work that Charles is gonna get. And then you talking about those young guards because Sam's still a young player, yep. mm-hmm. Sadiq Charles still young, Chris Paul still young. Well, you're getting that work against Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, for Darren Mathis. And big Ridgeway, yeah, and it's on, a a, on a day in and day out basis, you're going to improve. Yeah, yeah. And so I was going to say, like, it's funny watching Leno, for example, and Wiley, both are experienced guys, right? So mm-hmm. first day, a lot of vertical sets. They're like, that's not going to work. Next mm-hmm. day, a lot of B kind of angled sets, aggressive sets. Mm-hmm. You know, Chase and Montez were like, whoa, we're not ready for that. They had a plan for that the next day, right? And it was just this constant chess battle over the last three or four days. So mm-hmm. in terms of ironing, sharpening iron, it's like everyone is forcing you to kind of, yeah. like you were saying in one-on-ones, yeah. I got to pull out all my different Everything. tricks yeah. to win these yeah. reps. And I think that's in turn forcing our guys to get different looks and see yeah. better opportunities. So obviously there's a lot of training camp left. Today was the first day of pads. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to? What are kind of the things you want to see progress over the next two weeks? I want to see the protection, you know, be 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 solid, you yeah. know, and that's something that you're going to see. And, and as not it that the protection's on. been bad, but yeah, yeah like, no, no, yeah. exactly, yeah, no, no, I'm not even saying from what I've seen. I'm just, I just wanted to get to the point to where we we know how it was last yeah. year. We wanted to be on one one accord, and, and because I think that's 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 going to take our offense far. You know, yeah. we talk about having a young quarterback. That's one thing, but yeah. you don't want him to be young and worried about. Guys on his feet, you know what I mean? Yeah, guys yeah. in his box, you know, you don't want guys in his face. And so if we can see that, you know, you know, get better throughout the training camp, to me, I think everything else should, you know, take care of itself. We have the weapons outside. We have the weapons in the backfield. The offense should be, you know, smooth rolling if those guys up front are all on the same accord. Yeah, you mentioned 
just really getting uh, getting their chemistry together as the offensive line yes. unit because it's so important. They got you got four new guys yeah. playing, playing yeah. different positions. Even though Cosme started last year or started some games last year, he started at right tackle, so he's a right guard now. So getting developing chemistry, different angles, how, different sets. Yeah, how, different how quickly that unit can come together, and then I also want to see. Sam continue to grow as a yeah. quarterback. Yeah. And, you know, have you seen progression there? You have. You you saw. I mean, he had a, he had a rough day out in practice on Saturday. Yeah. But how does he bounce back? Mm, he bounced yeah. back better. Yeah, you know, on Monday's practice. Yeah, Monday. Monday yeah. Practice, so yeah. you're gonna have those things with a young quarterback. Also, a quarterback who's learning a new system. Yeah. His second mm. system in two years. So, yeah. You know the the chemistry that he'll continue to develop with his receivers. But he's it's we gotta understand this is only the sixth day. That yes, they've been out there in yes, practice. A lot, a lot of so time, he's so. going to get a lot of reps. The practices that they're going to get against the Ravens, those practices are going to be vital. The the game against the Browns and all those types yeah. of things. You just want to continue to, to see him grow as a quarterback. I'm really glad you brought that up, Fletch, because I think a lot of people think, oh, we're not where we want to be now. But training camp's the time where your team like comes <laughs> yeah. together, man. Yeah. And you figure yeah. out what you're good at. You yeah. figure out what you're bad at. You figure out what your quarterback likes. So I think it's important for fans to say, man, hey, we got you know a little That's bit of time, time. Yeah. left here to kind of and, work and, out. And this. even, I mean, yeah. And it's know, not been bad. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not been like bad. It's well, just, you got to oh. understand this. Yeah, we're going to play the Cardinals on September 10th. But even that day, when you look at fast forward a month uh, past that, October 10th, we should be a lot better as an yes, office that's than, right. than that's we right. are on yeah. September 10th because you'll continue point. to understand who you are. I, probably that first six, eight games of the season, you're still trying to figure mm-hmm. out who you are from an identity standpoint yeah. as an office. Even from a defense sure. standpoint, we know what we think we should be, but each team, is in, each year brings its own new kind of identity as a team. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, a lot of stuff to be excited about. Yeah. And I think society right now, is excited about Oppenheimer and Barbie, mm. okay? <laughs> and I know that you guys don't get out a lot. And you go to a lot of movies. You, you watch a lot of TV, but you don't yeah. watch a lot of movies. So I'm, I, I, I used to be a guy that went to movies every Tuesday on our off day. Yeah. Now, so since COVID, like, yeah. you know, post-COVID, I'm streaming everything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, let me see what movie I'm on right now. I'm on, uh, I'm on a show that I, that I just got back on. Uh, I believe it's called Cruise Summer. Cruel I'm, summer, yeah, it's dope. It's a dope. you are it you out. got like, like every yeah. every episode like, just some I'm, crazy I'm, thing. And then I have another one, Lioness on. Um, I think that's I've heard of that. Um, is that uh, what's that about? Even I don't even know. It's like uh, special ops. Type okay, movie. all right, I'm in. Zoe, Zoe, <laughs> uh, what her name is? Zoe, um, what her name is? I can't Zoe, think of the name. Uh, the Avatar yeah, girl. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, bingo. yeah. There you go. There you go. She's Friends. like the lead actress in that, and she's boy, she killing it, badass. You hear me? So you know, I'm 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 one of those guys. Like I. All this after my workout and stuff, I go sit on the couch, so, man, and that's all I do. But you haven't seen Barbie or I haven't. Oppenheimer. And I heard I, it's a good movie. I, I, I could see Tata going to see Barbie. You know what? I thought no, honestly, look, check I, this I've out. heard it's good though. Check I've heard it's out. good. I've heard I it's good. I assume like like um, the movie that just came out, um, Little Mermaid. Oh, I yeah. just had it in my head that when it comes out, I'm taking my daughters. Yeah, you know, Barbie. When I, when I'm home, I'm taking my daughters. But I wasn't around for both of yeah, those. Yeah. You know, when, when it came out. So I know my daughter saw Mermaid without me. Check it. I just watched it myself this yeah, weekend. Yeah. I want. I wanted to see it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a good flick. Yeah, yeah. Barbie. I don't know, but I didn't get a chance uh, to take take my daughters. But I might check it out myself just to see. Yeah, you know? I, I've not seen Barbie. I, man, I haven't gone to the movie. I was gonna say, Flesh. You, you're on the golf course so much. You probably not. Yeah, I just. You know what? Last I fall asleep in the movie theater. Do you now. really, man? I just yes, that, nah, just like in the front row. That yeah, I just fall asleep in movie theaters now, man. Nice and cool and quiet. Yeah, so, you watch you watch TV, Fletch? 
Shows? I, I, yeah, I watch a lot of shows. I, I'm into, I like British type movies. What do we got? Yeah, like I watch Queen and uh, about oh, Queen Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victoria. I'm a kind of weird watch, dude, do man. Watch, I, do you watch Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, watched, I just started that actually. Yeah. It's a lot of okay. fun. So, um, I watch stuff like that. Yeah, I, 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 apparently the Crown, right? Is that what it's called? The, the Crown. Crown. I love yeah. the Crown. Yeah. The Crown is oh, excellent. Yeah. So Fletch has got that uh, pinky Queen up. Charlotte just yeah, taste. Yeah, Queen, Queen Charlotte just came. Uh, I watched that series, so I'm just you're in I it. I guess you know what I was so intense on the football field, you man. Need I something. just I need to. I need. I want to sip tea. Simmer down a little I want to sip tea and have my pinky <laughs> yeah, up and be off, off the field. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey guys, thank you so much for joining us, Fletch. Special guest. Thanks for coming yeah. by. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and check out our live coverage of training camp command center on our youtube page all right man we've got great exclusive training camp access make sure you tune into the youtube page for that we are commentating practice giving our insights it's awesome content mondays one-on-one interviews tuesdays is this podcast make sure to like and subscribe and leave a review logan lives in the comments get fred tana and my's insight on your questions make sure you're leaving a comment and don't miss command center the flagship show that is all commanders all the time we got something for you each and every day of the week be sure to like and subscribe to our youtube page to never miss any exclusive commanders news and content the views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the washington commanders or any of their representatives